0: Hello and welcome to the Overwhelm is Optional podcast. I'm Heidi Mark, coach and biggest cheerleader for successful but secretly overwhelmed women. As well as weekly episodes here on the podcast, you can find out more about what I offer by going to heidemark.co.uk. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Overwhelmers Optional Podcast. This week I want to talk to you about uh, our straw bale build. So I'm going to tell you the story of it, why we're doing it um, and how it's a real demonstration for me of how much I've changed, how differently I now do things and that this is a clear demonstration that you get to do the same because I'm actually no different than you apart from the podcasting, writing books and being a coach. But that's just me. This is funny, isn't it? That's me living my purpose. That's me listening to my heart. That's me harvesting my dreams. But I'm no different than you, as in I'm just a woman who wants a lot out of life and gets easily overwhelmed, easily exhausted and is done with doing it the traditional way. It's it's not, it's not that I'm my coach calls it, if you think I'm a unicorn, like it's only available to me. This is a nonsense. It's All of this is available for you. So I'm going to share this personal story with you in this episode, which is going to be great fun because actually, who doesn't want to build with straw bales or doesn't like the idea of people building with straw bales? I've been amazed at how much um, excitement it has caused in the few people we've kind of interacted with about it because I'm not a big social media person, so I haven't put our personal project all over um, Instagram. I am going to, but in in a way that honours our privacy because my partner doesn't do social media at all, but also in a way that's really a gift. So um, I haven't really put anything about it out there yet. So if you're listening to this, well, you just get to be told just between me and you. How cool is that? But before I delve into the story of our straw bale long-held dream um, I just want to talk to you about what's going on with me at the moment and share some absolute delights because I feel right now that I'm moving I always feel like I'm moving up a level and by that I don't mean I'm imp- improving myself this is really important so if we think that the of the old way that I'm done with which became like a self-development hell for me where and thank you to the client the lovely lovely client who's so good with words who who names these things who actually all my clients say things that I kind of grab and 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 create into something that is really a helpful way of summarizing something so to me I've always been committed to personal growth. It's really important to me that I live my best life in my best way. But I got stuck in that constant, I'm always trying to be better. So I'm the kind of person who reads the books and actually does the journaling questions. I'm the kind of person who makes up her own ways of doing things, obviously, because that's what I'm doing very openly and um in a very good way for myself and my clients now. That's my mission, that's my work. I love it. So I'm the kind of person who does all of that. I I'm I'm very, very committed to living my full adventure and being the best version of myself. But I got stuck in the thinking that I had to be better. And that it still trips me up. If only I was better then this would have happened by now. Um, so I'm constantly challenging that into how can I do that with love for myself? What, what is there about myself that I, there's an opportunity to accept? And the thing is, I don't know about you, but my mind goes, oh, you don't want to accept that because then you'll be stuck with these flaws. But I find the reverse to be true, that when I love and accept myself, I release fear and self-doubt and then I get to be this more magical more fully expanded version of myself and also that the world is a mirror so the more I love and accept myself the less judgmental I am about other people and that just makes me well a super lovely human to be around (laughs) quite frankly so yeah that to me self development hell is getting stuck in that constantly uncovering and triggering feelings of inadequacy that I'm not quite up to scratch for my own life which doesn't make any sense because of course I am it's my life I get to decide so I am perfect for living my life my job now is actually not to keep improving myself but to uncover the ways to live in the most beautiful way for me personally and I know that for me that's the opposite of what I get stuck in so I have a tendency to get really serious you know when I'm on a mission and a goal I get I get really serious very very focused to the detriment of everything else and it's just not very good for me so yeah I can kick ass on my goals I've achieved a lot in my life as as I know that you have too when you look back at it and don't dismiss it um, which is easy to do because I know that I do that as well oh yeah I did that but some excuse over yeah I did that but rather than yeah I did that look at me because we don't want to be arrogant we want to be easy to be around we don't want to make a fuss (laughs) we don't want to be showy offy because it's just not the done thing particularly in in, it's just not a very English thing it's all this self-deprecation and oh yeah that was nothing Um, and There's a way to turn that around, which is joyful and just say, yeah, actually, I'm really good at meeting my goals. I do have big dreams. I do want a lot. And in the past, I've burnt myself out doing it. I've caused a lot of damage to my body, to my health, to my mental health, to my relationships and that ability to focus and and kick ass to the detriment of everything else. I want to take the good bits, which is the focus, the passion, the the dreaming big. And I want to do it with ease and love and joy, which for me means the opposite. So it's all a guide. So for me, um, the fact that I tend to get really serious means that I need to do the opposite. What's the opposite of serious? Playful. And the truth is, I'm actually quite childish. And I don't mean childish in a irritating, not taking responsibility for myself. I mean, I'm, I'm really, I love being silly. And I don't know, like, wanting to be kind of like a little bit fairy-like and believing in magic and just like sprinkling kindness everywhere and just that gentleness that lovely playful gentleness that's really at the heart of me I love that I still at 54 have this naivety about me that I believe passionately in the best of everybody and everything I believe that humans are amazing and adapt all the time and love that love is much stronger than fear. I have this lovely, lovely, you can call it naivety. I don't care. It's true. I've seen it over and over again. Humans are amazing. The world is lovely. The world is full of love. I always believe that things are getting better, that we are um, evolving into being better at flying these ships where... We don't really know what we're doing with our minds because we've dumped all the old ancient wisdom that helped us nourish our mind, that helped us stay out of fear, that to behave with love, and we're now pulling that back in, and it's really good. Anyway, I'm going off tangent as usual. So this next level isn't like you climb up to the next level; it's just this, it's this revealing of the next level. Can you see it's the opposite? So instead of self-development hell, it's quite frankly self-development heaven. So ah so i get to be myself and my dreams come true yes actually my dreams come true by me being myself is the easiest way they are then my dreams and not the thing i think i ought to have created so what's happening to me at the moment i was thinking about the seasons and and um i've tried doing things in line with the moon because some people swear by moon energy and itch. i just never quite click I i just i love the moon and i You know, actually talk to the moon in the middle of the night in my way when I get up for a wee, when it's all full. I think, oh, so beautiful. But I'm not very good at remembering to do the release on this. I just it's not for me. However, the seasons, I'm really, really attached to because I'm a gardener, because I absolutely adore my garden. I've always lived in the countryside. And when I when I've had my few periods of time out of the countryside, um, I've just craved the countryside, sort it out. You know, just when I'm in a city, I'm always looking for green open spaces, trees. I notice the plants on the edges of cities, try you know, like nature's just amazing, isn't it? anyway, so the seasons are re- really affect me, and I was thinking about um, so what am I harvesting at the moment, and I could nothing quite came and that and that like I just left that question there. And now it's suddenly all come together and I'm really starting to see that actually I am at the moment. I feel like I'm harvesting my wish list. So I don't know about you, but I always have a wish list. And on there, there'll be tiny things and big things. And the big things um, are opportunities to expand into the next version of me is in the next level of me because to to get to there to believe that i deserve it and can have it i have to let go of the fear that i can't that i can't hold that much happiness that i just don't have the time and energy to do all of those things i have to let go of all of this and and just accept that actually i can and this is who i am and this is actually if i look back at my life what i've always done but now i'm doing it more consciously and on purpose so Right now I feel like I'm harvesting my wish list along with harvesting in the garden. So we've had um, a huge abundance of figs, um, a huge abundance of courgettes, of apples, both eating apples and um, lovely Bramley apples. You know, we have this huge abundance in the garden and I just feel really grateful for that. And I was thinking, how does that mirror my own personal abundance and what I want? And then it suddenly clicked into place this morning and I realised I'm harvesting, also harvesting my wishes. And one of the big wishes was to do the straw bale, which I'm going to talk about in this episode with you. And one of the others was actually to do with my work. So there's been more than two mornings this week where I've woken up to messages from clients that are so beautiful, that are so confirming of what I wrote in my journal Um, or my journals over several years, I want deeply satisfying, fulfilling work that is is well paid, that supports me, that that is creative, that harnesses my unique um, knowledge and skills in the world. Um, And I also want the freedom and flexibility to be able to just suddenly go outside when I feel like it. Or, you know, just for me, this is really important. I don't like my weeks to be the same every week. I don't like I'm not very good with restriction. Um, so there was there was a lot that went into how I set up my business and it took a lot of faith to say, yes, you can set up a business by not burning out because the traditional route is to think that, okay, so you burn out in a career, but if you had your own business, things would be better. But actually, a lot of business owners are more stressed than people in the safety of a job. So although there's restrictions in having a career and a job, there, there is security. Whereas in business, obviously, it's all down to you and that people tend to overwork. And I know at times in my business, I've got into that overworking and had to pull it back. And that's been part of my journey out of burnout and healing and trusting myself and having faith that, yes, I can do this. And it's just got better and better and better. And I want to read you some of the things that have been sent to me this week, because I just think they're a really good example of dreams coming true wishes fulfilled so I was sent this beautiful message um, from a one-to-one client this week which says do you know how amazing you are I hope you wake up every morning going my god I make a real difference in the world because you do you honestly do every day in my life now that that (laughs) just fills my heart that that's incredible and I don't feel, it's interesting because I'm sharing it with you, but I don't feel showy-offy. I don't feel like going, oh, look what I did at all. I just, I just feel utterly humbled by that, utterly privileged that I get to do what I wanted to do, that I receive that message, that I am doing exactly what I journaled. So, my, my God, I make a real difference in the world. I wanted to make a real difference in the world. And and in whatever small way I'm doing that, or big way I'm doing that, I'm just grateful. I'm humbled by the experience that we get to do that. And you and if you're there thinking, yeah, but I don't do anything like you do, Heidi. Can I just say that? I think people who make really good ice cream, those people are, are doing their work in the world like I love ice cream ice cream brings me so much joy to be able to buy really good quality ice cream made from milk from local cows cows who are loved and looked after you know all of these things matter to me greatly so if we rule on you know what you might think are higher things like being a coach or writing books or something how's that going to help I don't want to make my own ice cream, but I definitely want to have that joyful. To me, it's almost a spiritual experience. In fact, it is. It's a spiritual experience to eat really good ice cream. It's, it's awesome. I actually can't keep it in the house because I will sit there and just eat a whole tub because there's also something about eating out of the tub. Oh, so good. Like There's so much to me about being grateful for people who make really good ice cream ethically. It, it matters to me. It's not just about doing things where you look and think, oh, she's really inspiring. I'm really inspired by people who make really good ice cream. I'm also really grateful to all the people who write all the books I read. You know, I, the other day I bought this book and it was five ninety nine, and I thought, it's only five ninety nine. And the gift in that book, the wisdom, the knowledge poured in, the love, the everything poured. And I'm writing a book at the moment, aren't I? And it's like, you know it, it it takes so much but it feels like oh i'm giving you such a small thing and and you, the the monetary exchange is small isn't it really if you think if you think about it but i'm so grateful that i just get there are books books exist books that lift me books that make me think books that help me be more accepting of myself and and just curious and playful and, oh my goodness so For me, that is a wish fulfilled because I literally wrote in my diary, I want to make a difference in the world without damaging myself. You know, I want to wake up in the morning. I mean, the the words of it are quite extraordinary because they're very, very similar to my actual future dreaming journaling. So that was huge for me. And then I'll I'll show you another one. Oh, and also I did post that on um, Facebook and somebody put underneath, do you know how inspiring you are? To which I replied, no, (laughs) (laughs) because how would I know? Like, that was just amazing to me. So there's all this hidden inspiration in what we're doing. Never underestimate um, the effect that you have on other people when you decide to commit to yourself first, when you decide to gently rebel against the nonsense that life has to be hard, that everything's about pushing yourself to the brink in order to have what you want. Never underestimate that. When you just decide, no, I decide to be happy, I decide to do it my way, I decide to love and accept myself, it it ripples out into other people being able to love and accept themselves and other people being able to do things with ease and other people not having to try so damn hard just to justify their existence. This stuff matters. You matter so much, so much. That's why I'm here talking to you, because you matter. You matter very, very much. Right. The next one I want to read you is from um, a one to one client who has done the short and sweet and has got incredible results. Oh, my God, this woman's amazing. She inspires me. I love her so much. Within four weeks, she's already got what she wanted. And so then we just worked on some other stuff. And now she's joined Get Your Life Back. She wants to go all in on deep work because the short and sweet isn't designed to, to do real Deep work, because obviously it's only six weeks, but it's still powerful, as you can see. But she's decided she wants to do more, and um, this is what she sent to me. Working with you is the piece of the puzzle I've been missing, resisting, denying, ignoring, underestimating, and more. I just want it to stick. Now, what I love about that is, um, well, all of it I love, but I just wanted to talk to you about that. I just wanted it to, I just want it to stick. What happens is when we start doing this work together, whether that's one to one or you're listening to my podcast or, you know, you might read my book when that's published. Whatever you decide to do, or you come, hopefully you're going to come and join Get Your Life Back because we're kicking off this weekend. Woohoo! I cannot wait. So excited about that. Um, so she's going in to Get Your Life Back because she wants more. She wants to go deeper. And the whole point of Get Your Life Back is not that it takes a year's work. It's not. It's a 12 week course, but it's not. I'm not selling you a course if I was going to sell you a course you just get to do that on your own you can do that on your own but I don't sell it as a DIY course why because I love it too much because I want the deep long lasting results because it's just the framework for what we do together um, when I become your coach and your biggest cheerleader it's it's the getting it to stick it's the keeping it embedded it's so so important so With that in mind, I really, really, really want to read you some stuff going on um, this morning inside the alumni group of Get Your Life Back. These women are just, I love them so much. They are my heroes. They, They take my work and run with it. And all this unexpected, lovely stuff, magic happens because they just keep expanding it and... Oh my goodness. I love them so so. I cannot tell you how much I love these guys. They and if you're listening, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You made my I see I'm crying now. You made my dream come true. You you made it all just happen and you are awesome. <laughs> so, with their permission and obviously all anonymously, I'm going to read you some of the stuff um that they've been saying this morning when I just checked in with them yesterday. So this is next level, gentle, rebel stuff. This is the taking it, running with it, making it stick and committing every day. And then sometimes forgetting to and recommitting. It's not about perfection. So I recognised last night I was in a circle Woke up this morning, decided to go for a run and catch up on Heidi's podcast episode from last week. I feel like hearing Heidi's voice and passion has given me a little reset. I'm so happy I can recognise these feelings now and that I know what to do to get out of these circles. Feeling very grateful for finding this group. How amazing is that? So this person, she, she's already created a life that works for her. And then she's now able to notice when she's in a circle so we have inside get your life back we have circles which is when you're like oh I've been here before I'm so sick of this so let's get you out of the circle woohoo! which is what she can do now really that's really fast it's brilliant it's just extraordinary I love this so so much because it's so damn frustrating isn't it when we just keep going around in circles and never quite doing what we want to do so annoying. The other thing we do, inside like get your life back, is um, tunnels. So tunnels are uh, any time that you think you've only got two, two possible options, and they're both rubbish. You know you're in a tunnel because the tunnel is when the overwhelm has completely closed in on you, but you can't see. You can't see because that's the nature of being in a tunnel, and you think that there's light at the end of the tunnel. But people keep putting, it's like somebody keeps building extensions to your tunnel. So you never reach the light at the end of the tunnel or you reach it for a little bit, but it's not actually the end of the tunnel. It's just like a pause and then you regroup to go back in the damn tunnel. So anytime that you feel like um, you either need to keep pushing on through and all that damage or dump your dreams, quit, neither of those are your options. That's just a, that's just a symptom of overwhelm. And once you learn what your tunnel is for you, so you learn what it feels like when you're in it, and eventually you just learn what's happening before you get in it, and then you avert your tunnel, um, or you get out of it fast. It can get you out of your tunnel super fast, but it's the it's the staying at, it's the making it stick, isn't it? Which is why we work together. Um, over for the nine months after um completing the like gentle rebel training camp which is the get your life back course um you so say that you just go oh yes tunnel oh yeah i had a tunnel i know I'm out of it oh thank goodness i don't have two tunnels anymore so we have circles, tunnels and caves. Caves are really interesting because caves are when you've pushed it too far and then you're suddenly like you find yourself hunkering down in a cave and you don't want to speak to anyone. You're really grumpy and you're like, leave me alone. Da 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 And then but the thing is, some of us actually like caves. But what we want is we want a nourishing cave and we want to to choose it consciously and purposely. So I'm just stopping Rosie snoring. She's got a big snore today. Yeah. Yeah so yeah circles tunnels and caves that's the um, map module inside get your life back we kick off this weekend if you want to be part of this if you want to dig deep see your own personal patterns once seen can't be unseen and then you become free of them Woohoo! and you get to live your life your way right i'm going to read one more thing from inside the alumni group because they are awesome and i know you're going to love this so one of the people in there is doing something impossible and obviously I'm Heidi Mark making the possi- impossible possible so um, yeah she's making it possible for her but this is what she said so it still looks totally impossible but that doesn't upset me mostly so it's huge. Can you see? So it's the thing that she's trying to achieve which is this like squished deadline and, and really challenging thing. It still looks impossible, but it's she's not upset about it. That's that is freedom, right? That's freedom. I'm silent because one of the challenges I took on was letting ideas only watch as they pass by, whereas writing would be catching them. So she's not in the group reporting on her. Um, difficulties all the time because she's just letting stuff go and this is really important the ability to just focus on on what you want and knowing that later you can catch up with things really important that is that is high quality attention control that is high quality commitment to self Um, I plan to update my beloved friends when the due date comes well that just oh my goodness can you see what it's like to be part of get your life back I mean the love in this group the love in this group is incredible and it's not just coming from me and it, it happens very gently so this is not like a facebook group i don't use facebook for my groups um this is gentle this happens over time it's not a sudden ha! i'm here and this is all about me and it's this it's not about offloading it's about gently building up trust um because this The women I work with are all very private and they wish to they wish to keep their professional respect. So they don't want to kind of splurge everywhere. It's a very carefully curated group. So beautiful. Um, And also, she said, it's an experiment after all. I love that. So when we start experimenting with can I do the impossible in a way that works for me? then we bring in playfulness and curiosity. We open up possibilities instead of shutting them down. And then she goes on to say, I'm dancing with overwhelm, it's two steps in, two steps out, but learn to back off when it jumps on my back. That's really skilled, both the skills of, of learning to back off, but also the being able to notice and dance with it instead of it being this life crushing, damaging thing. is huge, as I'm sure you agree. Um, and thank you so much for, for allowing me to share these words um, you know who you are and for the most part the situation is much lighter than it would be in the past because I am experimenting it's the lightness we want we don't want to not live a rich life we want richness with lightness we don't want to achieve our goals with heaviness because the cost is too high so didn't resign from seasonal delights and hiking movie watching doing nothing every now and then and other nourishing things now that's essential that that's very much how i do things now is i still get to do the seasonal things i wrote a blog the other day called and i um, made why i made the chutney anyway because it's that still doing the things but without it becoming this i must do this i must do this and everything becomes tight and also she's put in there doing nothing every now and then. And I was thinking about this. I think it's probably another episode about do you have a secret hierarchy of activities where doing nothing is at the bottom, like doing nothing is a waste of time. Do you have that? Because I've, I've certainly noticed it sometimes with myself. So that's worth exploring. I, I would argue that doing nothing is a very valuable activity um, and I know that I really benefit from it. So that might be something worth considering and then she finishes with the only thing I really really cannot get a grip on is admin just no way to find fun in it and then she's looking at future outsourcing of that and that's really cool because what she's done then is she's using her noticing of the thing that is most irritating and then she knows that at some point she that might be the thing she delegates and we can use how we feel about things to get things done because admin is a getting things done thing isn't it I mean stuff has to be done it doesn't mean you have to do it all yourself anyway I really 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 wanted to share that with you because oh it's just so joyful so so joyful so exciting to to have that going on so yeah if you want that if you want to be part of the next group we kick off this weekend um how does it work you need to book a call with me so we can find out whether we're fit you know whether you want me as your coach whether you want me as your biggest cheerleader whether you are ready to be part of this Next amazing, incredible group of women, and then we have twelve weeks together. Where um, at the weekend you'll get this um, little drop of um, a short video and your tasks for the week to support you, and with breaks built in, it's it's all built in, so you don't have to think about it. You don't have to. It doesn't add to your to do list. Yes, you're going to have to shift your focus onto yourself. But that's a good thing. That's part of it. So that how we do it is part of how, is a huge part of how it works. And then for 12 whole weeks, you get coaching support from me in a group, but tiny groups. Um, and you also get unlimited support. Um, I use Telegram um, instead of WhatsApp because WhatsApp gets a bit crazy and Telegram. I it just feels gentler. And that's where I keep all my um, groups and unlimited support in there during weekdays and also the support giving and receiving support um, from the other women is, is, uh, is really exciting but that just develops slowly and gently. And then once you're done and you've graduated from this incredible course which means that you will understand what it is about you, why you have a tendency to get stuck in that hideous stress overwhelm exhaustion frustration at never quite doing things never quite feeling good enough or feeling successful enough get out of that you'll understand your patterns um and then you'll have practiced um allowing the heart to be part of the conversation controlling your attention these are real deep skills listening to the body deeply beautiful beautiful module um called the compass module because i've set it all up i've said before is outward bound because I love being outside I love adventures it's your adventure through overwhelm Um, and then the the last bit is is planning and dreaming which is so cool and you won't have like we never have like this fixed plan we're not looking at that we're just opening up possibilities what might I want and then we just start to actually embed keep practicing and that's when the shifts might start to happen as in Okay, so now I know who I am and what I want and how I want to be. Now you might want to consider making external changes or not. Some people do, some people don't, doesn't matter. And there's further support for that. So and then we we meet once a month, but there's also still the continued support in the group. It is delicious. I love the way it's developed. I love, love, love it so much. Um, It is my passion. I love working one to one and I love get your life back. I love writing. I love podcasting. That's it really i love occasionally sharing things on instagram um that's it that's what i do this is who i am if you want to be part of my world and if you want to be part of my world for a whole year but not a whole year of work a whole year of lovely lovely magic and sport you want to get yourself booked onto a discovery call i've opened up some more times for you this week get over to my website www.heidiemark.com .co.uk check out the work with me page check out get your life back book a call book a call book a call um if you haven't got time to read it all that's okay book a call you can ask me i will describe it to you again i love talking about this i love listening to you and seeing whether it's a fit for you and if it's not it's not and that's okay there's no obligation I am so looking forward to meeting you this week I'm so looking forward to all the women I will talk to this week I love 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 doing discovery calls it's it is this curious playful beautiful heartfelt well held 30 minutes of time where we connect and look at what's possible for you it's all about you it's a gift it's a gift whether you join or not it's a gift and it's my pleasure and that's my main focus this week is on being there for you to have these this this conversation with me so go book now because time is running out quite literally because we are starting this weekend so i look forward to chatting to you so are you sitting comfortably i'll tell you the story of our straw bale build so 16 years ago when I was in my 30s um, I met Simon and the first drink we went out for we talked for hours and hours and hours and one of the things that we both said was we wanted to build with straw that in itself is extraordinary so yeah it's very special to me that at long last, 16 years later, we decided we we're actually going to make it happen. But it all happened as things do in real life, if you stop trying to plan and control everything. Um it all happened quite suddenly in the end. So um if you've been listening to me a while, you'll know that I live in a cottage that needs renovating, so there's a lot going on. Um with a lovely half an acre garden, so I'm always in my garden. So yeah, you know. It takes a while to do these things and the straw bale wasn't on the list for this year for lots of good reasons. And then Simon suddenly decided that actually he really wanted to make it happen. It was his dream for it to happen for his 50th, which is was this year. So he asked if his birthday present could be that I make it happen. And this was a month before his birthday. <laughs> Um, not to build within a month, but to have everything sorted. That was the, I mean, he didn't expect me to have everything sorted for his birthday, but I obviously wanted everything. I wanted to make magical things happen okay. so that on his birthday I could present him with the plan and it all to be fine. And we didn't know if we needed planning, we didn't know um, where to source straw, we didn't, you know, there were, there's obviously lots of things to consider. But miraculously, <laughs> I managed to sort out um, checking with planning and sourcing straw. And I think there was something else. I think not, maybe they were just like the two big things. So and it all happened very magically, very magically. And I really do think there's something there. For us about allowing things to happen magically allowing for as my previous mentor used to say allowing for a margin of magic so by the time we got to his birthday I was able to surprise him with the yep we can do it it's all going ahead and that was super cool and then since then there's been the um, talking to the local farmer about straw working out how much straw um, and then obviously a lot of its weather dependence there has been lots of ups and downs with um, they harvested early and then the farmer wanted to deliver it and Simon was away. And it's like, oh, OK, I don't have anywhere to put 170 straw bales because you have to keep them really, really dry, obviously. Oh, my goodness. And then for me, learning to say actually, no, that's not possible. Being able to say not learning to say no to straw bales but practicing my boundaries and saying actually no I can't make that happen you'll have to keep them for a bit longer that was good for me so there's lots of things like that on the way um oh all sorts of things then had to be sourced that which we'd forgotten about because obviously it wasn't thought about a year in advance it was thought about kind of very last minute and I completely forgot about things like um you need hazel sticks hazel stakes so sharpened at one end and you need two different inks you need the smaller ones that go in the ring beam which is the base because we, we we're we making a load bear it's there's two different sorts of straw bale if you're interested one is you build a frame and you infill it with straw and the other one is load bearing where you have two ring beams which are basically large wooden um outsides and then you build with straw and you you stake them with hazel stakes the straw bales and then you fit the top ring beam and you compress them down and then that becomes a stable solid set of walls but um, I'd forgotten I didn't I don't know I don't understand how I'd forgotten these things but you know there was a lot going on I'm running a business I'm serving clients I'm writing a book I'm living my life quite happily and suddenly it's like ah okay we need hazel steaks and then should those hazel stakes have been cut last year so that they're fully dry i don't know not much we can do about that where do i find hazel steaks and somebody said can't you just go into the wood well no you can't just go into woods and cut hazel steaks and anyway it turns out we needed about 200 so that was going to take some time as well and i'm not really i love messing about with wood but i wouldn't sound particularly skilled at you know like harvesting 200 quickly without damaging myself I'm not I don't have like a special axe that I'm really handy with I'd quite like to be good at that I do want to be good at that kind of thing but it's going to take some practice so then I was like well where do we get where on earth do you get hazel steaks from well you need a coppicer. do you know a coppice because I didn't I do now oh I do now so cool so um somebody suggested We try a particular coppice group, but they didn't get back to us. So then I just managed to find a website with all of these coppices on it. How cool is that? Don't you love? That's when you've got to love the internet. When it's not distracting and overwhelming and full of doom and fear. When it's just full of coppices. So, so lovely. So I just, unlike me, (laughs) because I don't, I'm a bit bad with emailing and, yeah, reaching out to ask for help is not my still not my strongest point I don't like to make a fast and the idea of sending six you know I thought I'll just send one email that's enough that's enough effort no Heidi get on with it so I sent six I sent I sent an email asking for help from all the caucuses within driving distance how cool was that I just did it without fast without procrastination without the normal nonsense and um, two got back I think one got back fairly quickly and just said you should have asked last year, which just made me feel a bit told off and I didn't really like it. So I just thought oh, alright then. Um but I still believed throughout this whole process and I've noticed this for anything I've achieved like um meeting Simon, finding this amazing house, um getting promotions and job offers and all sorts there's all sorts of things in my life that I really believed were definitely going to happen even though it looked impossible so this having faith and believing and really connecting to my heart is obviously something that I've always done but I haven't really had to I was forced to identify it as part of my healing journey after I completely wrecked myself burning out pushing too hard so I'm really grateful for it now because now I'm much better at saying yeah what's well, happening. I decided it's happening, so it's all going to come together, even though it looks impossible, it's all happening. And and that's exactly what happened. So then somebody emailed and said, yeah, of course, how many would you like? And then we had a conversation because he wanted to know exactly what they were for. And I love that kind of passion. So I just read out the instructions from the course I did about straw bales and then he could envision it and then he just made me exactly what I needed and then I went to collect them from the wood where they were harvested and I just hung out probably for an hour talking about wood and dogs and life and wood tools and straw bale building and it was the most magical experience. I love people who are passionate about what they do. It's such a cool job to hang out in the woods all day. Oh my goodness. So good. So that was fun. What else did I have to do? I had to go and get um oh yeah we needed bale needles so when you build with straw (laughs) this is also funny so when you build with straw you're supposed to not measure the building in like inches and feet or meters you're supposed to just say well we'll use a number of bales so I said right we're doing seven by five bales and then what happened is the base that we were using in the garden which is already there that we're just replacing like for like um when I went to dig a drainage um channel at one end where there was some rubble and dirt i found that that wasn't the end of the base and there was like another two meters of base so simon decided um that he would just make it um a little bit bigger but then it wasn't a whole bale so that meant we had to split more bales than we would have done which is is a bit of a faff because even though i asked the farmer to to do the bales as tightly as possible they're bales of straw they're not bricks even though we're using them as bricks you know it's straw it's messy you know it, it's like they've been moved then they they've got it's straw with string around it and they get out of shape and they get messy and when you go to split them you've got to keep it all tight together so anyway we needed bale needles because what you do is you thread twine through and then you stick this giant needle through the middle of the bale and you tie off the two halves or the two separate pieces and then you cut the original twine. It's super exciting. I don't know why it's so exciting. It just is. It's just such a joyous thing. The whole project has brought the best out in Everybody involved, all the people we've had to ask, so, you know, like talking to the neighbours and explaining what was going on, because obviously there's going to be inconvenience, like a tractor blocking the lane for two hours while we unloaded 200 bales. You know, all sorts of things going on, all sorts of people, not masses of people, but just, you know, the people who are important consideration to the neighbours, um, you know contacting a coppicer um, talking to the person who taught me originally my old course um the person who held the course where I did my straw bale build course um, and he doesn't run those anymore so having to contact him and and then he said oh it's all right we'll make you some bale needles and oh just so joyful so generous it brings out the best in humans to just do these kind of things it's just an extraordinary project and it's so exciting and for me it's a celebration of love it's the celebration of we met 16 years ago this is our dream and we're doing it and to be able to have the space you know we had to move house to have the space to have a garden you know with space for an outbuilding it's not huge but it it's it's pretty big undertaking it's a lot of bales um and we needed space for that and it The whole thing is just has come together absolutely magically and then of course so then once we'd assembled all all the ingredients and uh me and my youngest who's been an absolute trooper honestly he's just such an incredible man (laughs) that i have raised and he is his own person i can't take all the credit he's just such an incredible person he has been an absolute trooper he's been there for me when i've needed help he's been there for us he's turned up he's worked really hard we have moved tons and tons of rubble off this old base and to create drainage around the outside and he's just helped without moaning. It's just been absolutely amazing and it's been really nice to spend extra time with him actually, a really good fun. Um, anyway, so there's been lots and lots of different things that have had to come together magically at the same time as life going on and I was absolutely determined to do this with ease. So. What I would have done previously was have said, was have said, I I would have said, well, that can't happen. So we always had a problem previously. So when I was previously a teacher, a math teacher, um, I would be busy when Simon's work got less busy. So he loves the autumn and that's when he takes the most time off and he's designed his working life to enable that. And that's when I would be having the biggest you know, push academically with students and teachers at school. So the idea that a straw bale build would have happened at this point in the academic calendar, I would have just shut it down. I would have just said no. And then we would have been stuck because when would we have built it? We didn't have time. When we were both in busy career pattern, there was no rhythm to our life that allowed us that kind of space. And that was one of the many problems with... um, the whole overworking in order to have this life, but they're never actually having the damn life. There just wasn't space for us. That's how we ended up going on a cruise. We're not cruise people. We're just not. And we ended up going on a cruise because it's the only way we could work out how to have some space and time. And it didn't work because it was really noisy and there wasn't any space for us on the boat and we were first off. But anyway, you live and learn, hopefully, or you don't. You repeat your cycles, your circles. It's up to you. I have learned. The hard way. Please learn from my terrible example, which is now apparently very inspirational, which I love. And thank you to the person who said that. So kind. Anyway, my, yeah, and let's not get too ridiculous about this. My purpose in sharing this is to inspire you. Absolutely. But not to say, look at me, but to say you matter. If I can do this this way, you can do this this way. So I was determined that. Um, I would carry on. So like the previous, um, one of the previous things I read you from somebody inside um, the alumni group, Get Your Life Back, she's doing something which is impossible. This could have been impossible. I decided it wasn't impossible. I decided it was doable. I decided that I could Do the straw bale build at the same time as gather the next group of get your life back together. You'll notice or or not that I haven't called it a launch. I used to call it a launch, used to be a big deal, used to be quite stressful. Now I'm like, no, I don't do it that way. I just gather. I gather. I gather the most beautiful group of women together because I get to do it with ease and love. It's a gathering. It's beautiful. I trust that the right people will turn up at the right time. And create that group together. I trust. I have faith. It's magic. Because the truth is, we can't control the things we try and control. I couldn't have controlled so many things in this straw bale build. All I could do was intend for it to happen. I could imagine it happening, and then I could take the practical steps to enable it to happen as easily as possible. But I can't control the weather, and I can't control a whole load of other things. And a big thing happened, that I'm about to tell you. But before I do that, I just want to make it clear. This could have become an impossible thing that never happened. But I chose to make it a perfectly possible thing, a perfectly reasonable thing to do. But unlike people on grand Designs, So if you've watched straw bale builds on programmes like grand designs in the UK, you'll notice that for a lot of people, they do it with enormous stress. They exhaust themselves, and make themselves sick. And one of the things I really don't like is that it affects their relationships badly. It's really common on that programme that it's just really stressful. And to me, it's a really good example of how I don't wish to be or live in the world. It's like you can only have your beautiful self build if you nearly kill yourself and destroy your relationship trying. But surely then the building is just full of that stress. Whereas I wanted to create something. Now it's not a self build, it's it's much, much smaller. Um, but it's still got those components. And on the the day there was a day I can't remember when it was, probably about two weeks ago, where we were starting to get a little bit irritable and I just said, Look, I'm only doing this if we do it with love. I'm only doing it if we learn to communicate better. I'm only doing it if it improves our relationship. This to me is a celebration of us, and I'm only doing it with joy and ease and love and fun, or I'm not doing it, even though we had all the bales. And that has directed how we were. And that really fed into to what the unfortunate series of events that happened to me this weekend. So I decided that it was possible to build with straw gather the next group of um, get your life back and finish my book all at once with ease, love and joy because that's just how I do things these days. And that's what's been happening. So the build day came. Now, when I say the build day day came, you can't put the build day on the calendar because it's very weather dependent. You can't get... um, straw on the inside of the bales so the outside's okay because that works like thatch and the water will go off but if you get them sodden in the middle they rot It changes the structure you get more it doesn't work you can't you've ruined the bale so we've had to keep 200 bales because we i think it was 186 bales we got in the end because they were there and we thought why not because some of them were fall to pieces especially when i'm doing my um bale splitting but anyway uh, we've had to keep them dry <laughs> we don't have a barn, if we had a barn that, that could keep the bales in, we wouldn't be built, need to build the bale building, would we, if you see what I mean? It's just like there wouldn't be room anyway. Anyway, we didn't, we've had to, you know, rig up tarps and ropes and all sorts of things and then just hope that the weather stays good. But it was forecast to have a storm um, yesterday at 11 o'clock. So suddenly, <laughs> everything felt it was pressured into one day. So, um, and Simon's still going out to work and I'm still working. You know, we're working. We can't just take a whole week off. And even though we have both have flexibility in how we work, when you're serving clients, you can't just say, oh, I can't see you today because it's Sunday and I'm going to build with straw. That's not acceptable. That's not happening. So I still have my priorities to myself, to my clients, to my work. And so does my partner. So anyway, he had this space that he'd created. And I was able to work half days with him. And the weather was okay. But there was this constant, in his mind, it's going to rain, it's going to rain. So we have to build, we have to build, we have to build. So Friday night, we put on half of the first level together. And that was so significant, as I'm sure you can imagine, laying that first bale together after 16 years. Woohoo! Super excited. And then we just covered it up for the night. Didn't rain. Great. The next day, Simon was up at like half past five out there, shifting all these bales. I was like, oh, goodness me. I was feeling quite tired. I didn't know why. Now I know why. Oh, my goodness. So we start building and I can't breathe properly. So I go back inside to make um, a bandana to go over my face. And then I message my son and say, is, you know, can he come over because it's going to rain and, you know, it's already started. And, and does he have any spare bandanas? So he comes over and then I've got two bandanas on my face. But I'm really struggling. I mean, it's not easy, is it, to work in a mask, as we all know anyway. Um, but also it turns out that I have a severe straw allergy. Yes. A severe straw allergy. And this is my dream to build with straw. And this is the build day. And time has become pressured because the weather is about to break. What do you do? Now, I didn't realise I had a severe straw allergy, but after the bales were delivered and I thoroughly enjoyed them being delivered, it was great fun. That was a celebration in itself great fun doing that loved the physical work of it but for about four days afterwards my lungs hurt so you know we lit the sauna I was steaming and stuff and I just thought oh it's just a one-off it's just you know I don't know I don't know what I put down to but it turns out it was worse than that and actually after a couple of hours of managing to work through a mask. So I did do lots of the build. I taught my son how to build, how to put the stakes in, how to split bales, how to do all the skills really. You know, we did loads of it together, it was great fun. But by um, the early afternoon, I was feeling nauseous, feverish, and with this this weird headache, which is more like, it's not a tension headache. Oh, it was horrible. And I was really struggling and I was coughing a lot but I had a mask on I couldn't take the mask off to cough because I was in the middle of all this straw dust so I would have to somehow hold on to the cough you know it's like you go to cough you can't go oh I just go down I just go six meters away so I don't breathe in more straw so it was getting really I was really struggling and I wasn't feeling well at all and I'd taken breaks and you know washed the dust off and done everything I'd done everything I could do but I was really not okay and I was struggling because This was the dream and I didn't want to let anybody down what to do. And this was a big, big turning point for me. Not a turning point as in a reverse of behavior, a turning point as in a realizing how far I have already turned. So there I am. Really struggling physically. And thinking I need to stop. Knowing that I have to stop, that I, to look after myself, my health, me first, I had to say, I'm sorry, I can't do this anymore. Can you imagine? And yet, I can't stop the dream. The dream is happening anyway. The straw bale is being built. How do I let go? How do I let it happen without me? and still feel good because previous Heidi would have cried and felt guilty and asked for reassurance and being like oh what's wrong with me oh for goodness sake or and or pushed myself further and further and further and a, that would have been very bad for me because I would have breathed in more straw dust and been really really ill but I didn't I said I'm really sorry I can't do this. So we tried the moving me away from the build site and just being in charge of splitting bales, but out of the way of the straw dust. But even that, was I couldn't even do that. My lungs had just had enough. So I said, I'm sorry, I can't do this. And it was fine. Nothing terrible happened. The two of them finished building up enough to put a reef on, a temporary reef to protect um, the straw bale. And my son was amazing and just stepped up and kept going. And Simon just kept going. And they were both out there when it was dark, covering it all for the coming storm. And I went to bed. Now, how on earth could I have gone to bed without feeling guilty, without feeling like I'd failed? Well, because... I commit to myself first to living my life my way and that means looking after my health it means honoring what my body needs it means not listening to the fear the shame in my head it means letting go and not having to do everything myself now I have this beautiful satisfaction of having put stakes in you know, put many bales on, split bales, taught my son, worked. I've done a lot of satisfying things. I also did most of the groundwork. So there's a lot that goes into a straw bale build, not just the physical build. And there's lots and lots more to do that I will be part of. But opting out then, that that was such a good thing for me to be able to do and to resist the wanting to tantrum. And be really upset and to say, you know, to to need reassurance, to need to apologise, to feel terrible, to beat myself up, to not sleep, to think there's something wrong with my body, that I have some weakness. To be able to just resist all of that, that showed me just how damn successful this work is. That is the gentle rebellion in action that's it. That's my story. It wasn't a disaster. It was just a matter of saying, my body is saying no. And out of love for myself. I'm not going to push myself. And that's it. And it being and expecting to be treated with love and understanding, which I was that's it. There is no disaster. I still get to have the dream of building the straw bale. I have to keep well away from it. I mean it's rained since then so the dust has quite literally settled and it's easier for me to be in the garden again and then once it's all covered there will be no problem at all because it will all be rendered inside out and be beautiful and there's lots more to do on it. There's lots more lovely, lovely things I can do, things I can source, you know, I just cannot be involved or go anywhere near the straw. And that's just how things are. It's not a personal weakness, it's not a disaster. I haven't been rejected. I'm still very lovable, very much loved. And I got to prove to myself that I can put myself first I can love and accept myself and lose nothing that it is not a risk quite the opposite and yeah I guess I feel indebted to my son and my partner for carrying on without me but I don't feel indebted in a terrible way at all I just feel like I get to receive that I get to receive that love and support and that's That's just it now. That's it. So I hope you've enjoyed this story of the straw bale build. I hope that it has inspired you to consider your own boundaries, your own beliefs about what's possible for you. Particularly those risks that we fear that we are the weak link in the chain, that we're not good enough, that we're not lovable. Because you so are you so are anyway it's been lovely to hang out with you again and i look forward to seeing you next week don't forget the deadline for joining uh september 2022 get your life back is this friday so if you think it's for you you know what to do go over to www.heidemark.co.uk go to the work with me page and press on the lovely button to book a chat with me and I look forward to speaking to you thank you for listening to this week's episode if this resonates with you please use the like subscribe and share buttons to help other people find their way here too and please do go to www heidimarkcouk forward slash the one minute mark with an e to join my mailing list and receive my free one minute life-changing audio practice